ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Brought to you by Zadok Jewelers, KFNC and KFNC HD2, Mont Bellevue, Houston. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Oh, yeah, you know what the sound is. It's money on my mind, and I hope it's on your mind as well. And I hope it lands in your pocket. If you see it, if you believe it, it will happen. And I think this is going to happen today. I'm going to start with the Cleveland Browns. Whenever a team looks bad, coming into a, a one or going off a one week, coming into another, right? So who are the Browns? They got stomped by the Steelers. But coming into that game, everyone was on them. So I want to buy what's ugly. I want to get whatever off the shelf that nobody else wants. And that's what happens with the Cleveland Browns this week. Because whenever someone goes and looks at head-to-head matchups, they're going to see that Cincinnati backdoor covered them this season already. So what's going to prevent that? If you look in between the stat line and the box score, it shouldn't even have been that. I think the Browns bounce back. I think the Browns are going to beat them up nice. This is a game that... How do you put Baker Mayfield in, in, in bad spots is whenever you put get pressure on him, right? Whenever he, That's when he's so bad. They can't do that. The Cincinnati Bengals can't do that. They don't pressure. Their, they, they allow the run game to run rampage. I think that Kareem Hunt has a big game. I'm talking about a two-touchdown game. I think he runs wild. In that first game, they did have both running backs. They ran for over 200 yards combined in that matchup. Now it's going to fall on Hunt. Look for him to get a plus 20 uh, carries or, or touches overall. Uh, look for him to fall in the end zone maybe a few times. I, I like that game for the Browns to cover. Now, at three, some places are three and a half. It's, it's, it's fluctuating. Make sure you get it at three. Another game I'm going to be on is the over in the Detroit Lions and Atlanta Falcons game. Why? Because the honeymoon, okay, that stage, you know when you break up with someone and then you, you go out, it's, that was what the Falcons were. That's what the Texans were whenever their coaches is gone, right? They, you go out, you got a new haircut, you're feeling good. That's what the Falcons offense did last week. They said, this is what we are. This is who I've been. She was holding me back. Well, that's what they thought. Now, that honeymoon stage is over. And you say, well, what does that mean for the Falcons? Because the offense hasn't been the trouble. It was the defense. Well, I think the defense goes back to being ugly. You wake up the next day with that date you took home, and you say, what the hell did I do? Well, the offense still looks the same. The points are coming. Look for Detroit to be able to score. Swift in a big expanded role today, DFS sleeper. I'm looking for a shootout both ways. That's all I got for you um, as far as the free plays for you guys. Again, and when we get into the games, I've had, I have people blow me up, Josh, on Sunday afternoon saying, dude, you said to bet this game on Moneyline. I said, we were previewing the game. That's a lean. That's not like we yeah. don't sit here and bet every single game like that. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes we will, but don't take everything we say as an official bet. Hey, go over there and bet your kidney on it. Don't do that. Please listen to the ones that we lean on, and that's how we go from there. Yeah, we're going to give our our thoughts on how we think it's going to play out, but every game is not a lean. But you know what it is? It's time to get a little flexy, Jerry. It's, Everyone's it's favorite segment. Let me take a step back. Let me get the paparazzi out. It's time to get flexy. Ooh, I hear my music playing. It is time to get flexy. And I am going to start off with a game that Jerry just talked about. I'm going to talk about Matt Ryan, Jerry. I like him a lot today. Here, check this out. He's way better when Julio Jones plays. Shocking, I know. Get this. When Julio plays, Matt Ryan finished his QB5. 
QB6, QB1. Are you noticing a trend when Julio doesn't play? QB27, QB25, QB23. Notice the trend, guys. When Matt Ryan has Julio Jones, he is a great play. So start him today against the Lions. Get him going. How about Big Ben? Did you see what Deshaun Watson did to the Titans last week? I think Big Ben's going to have a nice day, too. Get him in your lineup. Somebody that Jerry just talked about. I like DeAndre Swift today, Jerry. Get him in your lineup. They're going to give him a bigger role. He had a nice game last week. Keep rolling with Swift. He's Swift. Get him out there. Justin Jackson against the Jags. How about you get him in your lineup? He's playing Jacksonville. Enough said. Enough said. Enough said. Ronald Jones, he's been fantastic. He's playing the Raiders. Another good matchup. Play him this week. And how about Robbie Anderson? Do we give him enough credit? No. All he does is come out and put up fantasy points every week, Jerry. So guess what? He's playing the Saints. I don't think he's going to have Lattimore on him all game. Get him in your lineup, guys. And Tyler Boyd. And I even like A.J. Green. I like the Bengals this week. You talked about Who? this game. Yeah, I know A.J. Green. He he came out of the shadows and actually showed up for fantasy owners this week. Or last week, I should say. I'm not saying that he's back to the old A.J. Green, but if there's ever a chance of him duplicating success, it's against the Browns. He could be in the million-dollar lineup. He could, no doubt about it. Another guy that doesn't get enough run, Hunter Henry. Start him, guys. It's a no-brainer. He should be in your lineup every week. Another tight end, I think, Hawkinson, right? The amount of targets he is getting in the red zone is ridiculous. I think it's only Travis Kelsey that gets more targets in the red zone. So get Hawkinson in your lineup as well. And then Gronk. I I think Gronk's a guy that you should be rolling with him. Tight end is It's tough this year. If you lost Zach Ertz or one of these other tight ends, go ahead and roll with Gronk, guys. So those are my flexi plays this week. Let's get flexi. Let's finish the rest of the show strong. Let's get over to the HRMP listener line because we have AJ, and he has a flex question. What's going on, AJ? You're on Money Line. Good morning, guys. How are y'all this morning? Hey, I got a a running back question and a flex question. They're both PPR, um, same league. The flex question is uh, Juju. Brandon Cooks or McKinnon? And then the running back question, I need an odd man out out of Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, and Jamal Williams. I, I don't see how you're sitting Kareem Hunt at this No, point. I mean, he's my DFS stud of the week. Yeah. Uh, who was the other one? Williams and Robinson. Man, I, I'm, I'm rolling with Robinson, too. I, look, I love the matchup with the Packers and the Texans today, but Robinson's been a stud all year. And then his flex question, I, I'd go with Brandon Cooks. Yeah, and that's a tough one. I agree. It is. Yeah. I actually agree with you on both of those. Uh, it's it's Williams, is, it, I don't want it to be because you know how this usually ends up. Everyone's going to flock to him. Everyone goes to him, and then this is whenever they, they split the running back carries because maybe he, they know that he couldn't handle them. He better be a big part of the passing game because that's where Jones gets his money. That's yeah. where he makes his living is in that passing game a lot and on long runs. So that Jones is you see Jones, he breaks him to the house. Williams is not that type of runner. He, uh, let's 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 not go the whole way with it and just go all in with it like you said. No, because you know Robinson's going to get the touches. He, you know, and that's 20 touches. Of, yeah, so much of fantasy football is just getting the work. And you have to wonder that with A.J. Dillon today that the Packers were watching the film of the Titans playing the Texans all week. And what were they seeing? A big running back, Derrick Henry, just killing them. And they've got A.J. Dillon. Why wouldn't this be the week that you give him some touches? So, look, I like Williams this week, but when you're, you're betting on betting, right, you don't know how much they're going to play these guys. So go with your studs. Trust your studs. Trust your studs. Trust your gut. Again, it comes down to sometimes gut feeling like, 
Yeah. And I know what I've been seeing. But also, we also use a term on this show. Don't get too cute. No. Like, if you know that you, you, you went out in your draft and you drafted X players so high and you used so much draft capital in them and maybe he had a couple of off weeks and then all of a sudden you got lucky in free agency and you picked up a guy and all of a sudden you're thinking about, I'm, I'm changing the look of my team. No, let's go ahead and try to figure it out. Now it's about time to start making moves as well, though, right? Yes. In the fantasy world. Yeah, I mean, trade deadline's coming up. But at the end of the day, you start your studs. That's why you drafted them that early. The guys that produce for you, you play them. Like you said, don't get too cute. Uh, our man Lamont says, I think Kamara's going to have a huge day as well as Zeke. And that's the thing. We're going to talk yeah. about that that Cowboys game. I guess let's talk about it now. Cowboys, Washington football team. The line has gone back and forth, changing who the favorite is in the last few days. But if you go back before Dallas played Arizona, Dallas on the look ahead was three and a half. So you say, what has changed so much? Well, obviously you saw how bad Dallas looked and the red rifle was everything but a BB gun. I told everyone he's the cap gun. Remember those little red things that came? Yeah. I was like, he's the caps that go in the cap gun. He's he not even the flare, gun. He was a flare gun. Yes. Terrible. I don't know what he was. But then you say, well, where did it fall apart? And then you say, well, Zach Martin fell apart. Zeke fell apart. So what changes this week? Because they're going up against a line that is supposed to be scary uh, I think we give them a lot of credit, though the Reds or the the football team over what they did week one versus Wentz. Yes, because after that they really haven't been they haven't been all the way healthy for a few games, but they really haven't been that scary. So how do you justify dropping from three and a half to basically a pick 'em on the Cowboys and then saying Washington has enough to to keep up with that offense? I think, and you hit on it right there, right, is there were a ton of injuries on that Eagle line, and that's why they had so much success. But we're also seeing there's a ton of injuries on the Cowboys line. All of it. Yeah, so so maybe they can duplicate that success. And, yeah, you're right that this line has been bouncing all over the place. But to Lamont's point about Zeke, he's going to try and make up for those two fumbles last week. I think he's going to have a big game. And, and with uh, Kamara, who else do they have, right? Like, Michael Thomas isn't playing. His, his, Sanders isn't playing. As soon as they announced Thomas out, I said, you know, you try to be slick. You're like, mm, yeah, well, this is going to be a Camara receptions game. Yeah, the so D- went, DFS world's going to be all over him. I went, yeah, DFS is for sure. He's going to be in the 40, 50% range. I went and looked. His receptions are set at nine. What is he, a, a receiver? Nine? Nine. Nine, nine. 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 That means he has to catch nine balls before you can even think. I mean, nine balls. Ten, ten, when you start talking about double-digit catches for a running back, that there's no there's no any kind of value on that. That's like a Michael Thomas number that's for catches. I, that's more, Nine receptions as a prop is more than I say 90% of the receivers going off today. If you go look, like how many receivers have an over-under on receptions of nine? Like not that many today. That's where Kamara, eight, eight, nine, eight and a half, nine at one, and it was at like minus 155. That is crazy. Yeah, no thank you to that one. <laughs> I'm not getting in on that, but I think Kamara has to go off. They don't have anybody else to really use. So I think it's a big day for him, and like I said, I think it's a big day for Zeke as well. What do you think as far as from a Ben perspective? Do you like any side? With the Cowboys game, I don't have a good feeling. And that's what we were talking about, a lean or a bet or something like that. I don't feel great about the Cowboys football team game. I I think they're both bad teams. It could go either way. So it's it's kind of a stay-away game for me. Anybody 
that you, other than Zeke, which one of those uh, Cowboy wide receivers? Because we've seen Gallup gets the looks deep. We know that. He does, but he's fallen off, man. C.D. Lamb, baby. I mean, he's on pace to have over 1,300 yards. He's on pace to have the second-best rookie season ever right behind Anquan Bolden. You remember when Anquan Bolden you know, broke on the scene? I forgot all about Anquan. Yeah, I mean, so what has been Justin Jefferson? Like, the rookie receivers this year have been fantastic. So I, I think CeeDee Lamb in the slot, he's incredible. I think they're going to keep targeting him. That's insane. Yeah, 13-26 pace yes. uh, that's, uh, that, for a rookie. For a rookie. And then you say, well, then he must be eating up everything. Well, no, Amari leads the, uh, in receiving yards. On throws down the field, plus 20 yards. Amari's still getting his. It's just about a split sometimes because we always worry about his home and away split. Yep. And then on the other side, you still have Gallup, which you're going to think back about that drop touchdown on on uh, on Monday night. Yes. But that was his first drop of the whole season. And then if you look at the way they utilize him, okay, let's think of the very first game whenever the missed call against Ramsey that they didn't call it. That was Gallup down the end. Yeah. Let's think of when Dak got hurt. And then they put in the red rifle. Who did they? Who did they throw down the sideline to, to end that game? Gallup. So they trust Gallup. They, he just got to make more of it. He does. Here's uh, with Andy Dalton starting the target distribution right now. He's had 66 throws so far. Uh, Amari Cooper with 13 targets. Ceedee Lamb with 13 targets. Zeke with 11 targets, and then Gallup with nine. So Gallup is getting the least amount of targets out of all those guys. Yeah, that goes to tell you. You have to have a, a pretty good, strong arm, downfield arm to, to get it to him. And I don't know if, if Dalton still trusts his. No, I, I think you're right. It's just, you know, Dalton's one of those guys where he's he likes the, the shorter throws. So I think that's why Lamb in the slot, he's going to get a lot of work. If you want to get some work in on Lamb, I would go over to mybookie.ag. Go over to game props, player props. Go ahead and if you agree with Josh's take on Lamb, Someone's going to get it today. I'm not sure if it's Lamb. I'm not sure which Cowboy receiver, but that's on you to go over to mybookie.ag, use promo code RADIO, get that deposit bonus, and get to winning because that's what you do at mybookie.ag. They give you the best user setup. It's user-friendly. They give you the most options. They give you, I'm talking about from player props to teaser props to, to in-game bets, which I love to do. If you, don't, if you look at a game and you say, man, I don't know if I like it at 7.5. Maybe I'll wait. The other team scores a field goal. Now I could get it at 7. You can do that over at mybookie.ag using promo code RADIO as we do every single Sunday here on Moneyline. And that's the only place I like to bet on because I trust them. I know that I can trust them on payouts. I know I can trust them as far as having the correct lines. Again, use promo code RADIO and you're going to get to winning on mybookie.ag. You win, you get paid. My bookie. of research and innovation. Innovation Map is the new voice of innovation in Houston. Pretty cool, huh, Morty? Covering startups, tech, energy, health, social impact, and more. Visit innovationmap.com today. Do it now! Do it! Do it! Do it now! Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. 
Welcome back to Moneyline. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I'm sorry to all my baby's mama's mamas. I only have one, but I'm sorry for whatever it is. This song just made me start apologizing to Miss Jackson, and I don't even know her. But let's get over to the HRP listener line. Lamont wants to talk about the Texans draft. What's going on, Lamont? Hey, man, I know that this is not going to uh, – I have two questions, uh, 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 two statements, actually. I know that this is not going to be popular uh, because we condition to think that, you know, you got to have draft picks. you got to have draft picks. And I was one of those people that was like, my goodness, man, O'Brien and Jack Easterby, they put us in cap hail. Uh, then I started just really thinking about it, man. Uh, I was like, uh, okay, let me preface this by saying I, I would like draft picks, but if there if there was a year that we didn't have a, a premier picks, it would be this year. Uh, uh, and premier picks, I'm going like first or second round picks uh, or something. Judging by uh, all of the confusion that's going on in college right now and, you know, uh, certain conferences are planned, certain conferences are not planned, uh, teams are forfeit. I mean, I, I don't have a real good feel for college right now. Uh, and I wouldn't really trust the Texans to even go in that type of situation uh, uh, to go try to uh, – uh, in other words, if the Texans had their pick right now, say, for instance, you know, they finished the year at 5 and, uh, five and 11, and, you know, they picking around 10, 10 or 11, what the Texans going to do with that, man? I mean, realistically, what the Texans going to do with that uh, uh, with the way college is going? My last point, man, I just, uh, I've been asking around, man, because I haven't heard nobody talking about it, and it's kind of strange, but – do, do y'all have any word on the Olympics? Uh, uh, I mean, is there going to be an Olympics? Or, or is it going to start over? I mean, is it going to come back in 21 or 22? I mean, what's the deal with that? That's all I have, man. Uh, good show, fellas. Appreciate Thanks. it, Lamont. Uh, you know, to touch on this, on the Texans thing, it's, that's, the, that's what we were thinking about last offseason, that there was too many holes. Right, like there was, there's more than one hole on that team. To what, like he says, what if you have like the, what would the tenth pick do for him? You could draft, you could trade back for capital, yeah. right? But then you ask, like how we mentioned, how do you rebuild a team? The guy that sits down and signs the next contract to lead this team, from a coaching standpoint, how does he start the rebuilding process when you, you like to draft guys because say you can get a steal. And you have these guys on rookie contracts. We saw that, and, and more towards the less with a rookie quarterback contract, you, you've seen teams have success. But if you can have big players on cheap contracts and and have success with them before they command that next contract, that's where you can build a team cheaply, right? But the Texans they've set themselves back so much from paying the wrong guys, right, and overpaying the wrong guys that. Now it's a matter of somebody else buying suitors or, you know, whenever you've made a mistake that you're just like, hell, you know, I rode the hell out of that car for six years. I know I mistreated it. It's got 100,000 miles. You know what? I'll give you the deal. That's where you have to be on this position now. Like, you know what? I'll give you the deal. You don't have the option of saying, man, they hit so good on the draft. Look at all the stuff they've got. You don't have that option right now. So it's a little bit of both because whenever you build it, you you have to build it some through free agency, some through draft. A little bit of both. Salary cap, having play, a, a team in place gives you that option. But this is a team with many holes, no salary cap, no draft picks. Trouble. Big trouble. It, look, and, and I get his point. You know, do you, do you trust that the Texans are going to, you know, make good picks? But that's the whole point, right? You got to hire a good GM. You, you got to go get somebody that, that has some qualifications and does know what to do with those draft picks. Because the problem with the Texans is, is, 
they're overpaying for trades. You know what I mean? Like you basically traded a second round pick for Kenny Stills and he's your fourth receiver. Like who trades a second round pick for a number four receiver? You gave up a third round pick for Duke Johnson and you hardly use him. That's the thing. You can't overpay guys and give up a lot of draft equity. Like Laramie Tunsil, you don't give up two first round picks and then have to pay him as the top tackle. And that's you don't, what you sucks. don't do both. But people look at it as when you just mentioned that, say you're in a bar conversation at a gas station, whatever, someone's and then they say, You're going to tell me Tunsil hasn't done well? I'm not telling you that, man. Yep. I'm telling you that he's he was going to do well regardless, but you gave a little bit too much. And whenever you have that many holes, and then the places that you don't have holes, you fed those little spots so much, it's hard to fill those holes. We talked about it last season. We talked about it again, and we asked ourselves one thing. What has changed from a perspective from the day that the whistle blew against the Kansas City Chiefs and they blew that lead? You said nothing as far as the defense – Right, the offense is you got trust in them. At that point, you were still wondering about Watson's contract. O'Brien's gone, but holes are still there with not enough equity or let's say tools or lack thereof. There's not anything to work with. It's going to take a miracle. It's going to take. It's going to take getting lucky. That move he you make, whatever free agent you out and get. Like we said, if you made a move for Will Fuller, if you made a move for, for J.J. Watt even, something, you have to get lucky on that first move. One of those first moves, you have to say, man, we got so lucky, and that was the turning point for this coach, and here we are. Because if not, it's going to say, man, he had limited tools to work with. we got to give him some time. Well, how much time? Because six, seven years of Watson Prime – Say three years of rebuilding. So clock you can, is ticking. Man. Clock is ticking. I feel bad for that guy that steps up and says, "You know what? I've got big shoes to fill, Watson. You know, I mean, we got Deshaun. We got to do this together." But you know what? What a great opportunity to to build this thing. And that's what's tricky, right? Is you want to get a really good GM in here, but a lot of them are afraid that Easterby's a snake and they don't want to come work here if he's really has the owner's ear. So if I if you're Easterby, you need to be like transparent, maybe let your head of you know players, your head of personnel, make some decisions and get some draft equity in here. If you move JJ, if you move Fuller, you know you get maybe a second round pick, maybe you get a third round pick. Then this looks like a more appealing job, right? If you come in and you're like, hey, they already traded JJ, I got a second round pick now, I can use next year. Oh, they traded Fuller at the deadline, uh, they got a three for him. Great. If you have enough threes and fours, then you can move up into the second round if you if there's a player you really like. So the problem is is what they're doing with the draft picks. Ross Blacklock, how many great plays do you remember from him this year? Their second round pick out of TCU. Can you think of him doing anything? I'm putting this year? him on a milk cart, right? And Jonathan Grenard, you know the pass rusher they took. Put him on the other right. side. They're not even. And why not play these guys and find out what you have? If the season's over, play them. You see if they're players or not. Something that's not over to answer his other question is the state of the Olympic Games. We have a date, July 23rd, 2021, announced by one of the committee uh, guys on the committee, John Coates. Now, these games, if we remember, they were called the Reconstruction Games because of the tsunami and the earthquake that happened in Tohoku in 2011. They were, they were deemed as whenever they, they got the, uh, the rights or whenever they announced, hey, this is where it's going to be. It was deemed as the reconstruction of this. You know, it was real positive. Well, yep. now it's deemed as the game that conquered COVID. Um, the COVID will not stop the Olympics as of right now. July 23rd, that's just trouble, man. 
I was just telling Josh before the show, I have a friend in Italy, and you know, I, I talk to him a lot about soccer and whatnot. Italy is back to where they were in May and March, okay? Uh, back then, they, they had their, their deaths or where they were, their, their cases, uh, they're having a spike again. Now, with international soccer, you play in your club teams like you're in England, you're in France or whatever, but then they, they go to play with their, their national teams too. So last week and a half, two weeks, they had an international break. So you had a lot of players leaving uh, Manchester United, for example, and then having to go play with Colombia. So then all of a sudden, they, they're crossing international and then coming back. And then now you're seeing just trouble everywhere. Now you're talking about the Olympics where just country on country. Uh, just Let's just let's just go. I mean, imagine how sloppy that's going to be. It's just, but again, the money. A lot of it goes back to money. That's why we're playing NFL right now. That's why, And they've handled it fairly well yeah. to right now. Let's be real about it. Let's, let's be sincere about it. They've handled it fairly well to now. But now you're talking about world events. Man, and remember the last Olympic Games where just all the Olympians were just hooking up like crazy. Like you they talked that. about the massive amount of every Olympic Games. Yeah, basically. all the condoms that are going over there. And I'm just like, mix that with COVID. This could be really bad. But a few years from now, like 14 years from now, you have just mixed nationalities. Like, I thought you played for Ghana. He said, my mom was from Switzerland. It was a wild day. Think of all the awesome athletes that could be born though you know what i mean with mom and dad dna like wow where did you come from (laughs) well we've got 30 minutes left here we're gonna run through all the games we promise we've got two segments to get it off our chest you listen to moneyline espn 97.5 but i do it all over again my sweet summer's gone Summer is gone. My sweet summer is gone. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. It's Moneyline. It's a Sunday morning. It's fantasy football, and it's winning. 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5, which is where you can find us. It's Josh Jordan, Aaron Raybould, and my man, Jerry Bowe, your man, because he has got bets for you. I'm going to give you one more before this show is done. i got people right now saying, dude, give us one more bet, please. i got a teaser for you. I, I promise you, your man Jerry Bow is going to deliver. But for right now, let's get into all these fantasy games. we got to fly through them. I know you got to get on the right side of D- DraftKings, FanDuel, wherever you play at. This is your chance. It's bounce back season, as they say, right? The hipster season. That, that's, that's what they say with their beard and their beanie hat. Yes, that is it's correct. bounce back season. Let's go. Let's talk football. All right, here we go. Battle of Ohio, Jerry. Cleveland visiting the Bengals. Man, this is an interesting one. You talked about this a little bit earlier. Why do you like Cleveland here? Uh, just uh, by a uh, by ugly spot. Nothing more than that. I watched the first game between them, and I know that that backdoor cover shouldn't have been there. They were grossly outgained. I think that Hunt's going to run wild on them. Um, I just This is a, a big spot. Browns, we know who they are. Against against bad teams, they beat them up. When they go against these, their tests, they're going to get beat up. Mayfield, he's one guy under pressure, another guy without. Today, he's going to have time. Look for a big game for the Browns. You know, he's dealing with a rib injury, which is, you know, and Odell Beckham's dealing with turf toe. What do you make of those? Does that 
you know, account near handicapping at all? It does. And then last week I told a friend of mine, he was in Vegas, and he was like, where do I buy at Cleveland? I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Mayfield doesn't finish that game because they signed a guy off their practice squad, a quarterback out of nowhere. And it was like, hold on. This is funny. What are we doing here? When you get a quarterback signed off the practice squad that late into a week, it's like, well, we might need a backup to the backup. That tells you something for sure. And that line is at three and a half. So you like Cleveland to cover, right? I like it. Okay, let's move on. And this is a, man, this one is a hold your nose special, right? This Dallas-Washington game that we've been talking about. That's stinky. It's very stinky. It opened with the Cowboys favored by three and a half, and now the football team is favored by a point. I think it was a pick for a while, too, during the week. I'm staying away. What do you think about this one, Jerry? It's ugly. Like we said, I think we give credit to that, to that Washington team for having some stout defensive lineup from that first game. They really haven't been that, but then you ask yourself, can... Allen, Kyle Allen, and and McLaurin beat the Red Rifle and all those weapons? I don't think so. I don't think that we over, we're overreacting from how bad uh, Dalton looked on it that. It was bad. I mean, bad. And he was smiling. That Get that smirk off your face. I'm over there betting on him. And I'm like, the, the nerve of this guy to smirk, and he did it twice on the goal line. He threw the ball, and the guy dropped the interception. Like, on the 20, he would have ran into the house. And then he has to, he gives you that smirk like, Good play. That's how bad it is playing for the Bengals. You'd rather rather get your head kicked in being the Cowboys quarterback than be the quarterback for the Bengals that many years. You know, Dalton's thinking, man, I got a house here in Texas. I wasn't really thinking I was going to get in like that. Now you're expecting me to lead something? Mm, Not going to happen. All right, let's move on to another one. This is a popular one for gamblers this week. Lions playing the Falcons. We talked a little earlier how much better Matt Ryan is when Julio Jones is in the lineup. I know that's not shocking to anybody, but the numbers are, are eye-popping. What do you think about this one? The uh, the Falcons, they're at home. They're favored by a point. I like, the, uh, I like scoring. I'm not sure who the Falcons are going to be. Like I said, that, that honeymoon night is over. It's back to reality. And then now you go up against a team that that, that, that is good. I think the Lions are good. Uh, they have their moments. Their defense is is. Lackluster at times, but their offense can move the ball. Today we see they, an expanded role for one swift. Under on Peterson props, if the books haven't adjusted. I saw some guy, a sharp guy, told me this morning, he hit me up. He said, bro, my book didn't adjust yet. Peterson props are still exactly the same as they were before Swift. And when they team tells you we're going to give DeAndre Swift, and if you look at week by week, it's progressed. He's been in there more snaps, more snaps, more of the passing downs. I expect a big step forward for Swift. All right, I like it too. All right, moving along. Carolina visiting New Orleans. We talked a little earlier, man. No Michael Thomas. It looks like Emmanuel Sanders isn't going to play. Got to be a big game for Kamara here. Mike Davis, you're starting him every week. He's been fantastic. Automatic start. Now you have to ask yourself, who are the Carolina Panthers? Because they went on that little win streak. We know that. But where do you go from here? Because... I don't know if that if they can keep up what they were doing with the with the limited, I guess reps they've had as a full team. We talk about preseason. We talked about bringing in a new team. They brought in a new coaching staff as well. They they're young. We we're just talking about that on the Twitch how they've rebuilt their team. I think their window is more of like a three year window. If it happens this year, cool. But they're showing us that they're better than just this year's a wash. They're like, hey, we're going to compete. They could compete today inside a touchdown, or I'm sorry, outside of a touchdown. I like them. It was at seven and a half. It went to seven after yeah. the Michael Thomas news. I'm in seven divisional game. That makes and we didn't really we haven't talked about this yet, but revenge game for Teddy Bridgewater, right? You know, he played for the Saints last year. They decided, hey, we're going to let you walk. 
We're going to pay somebody else. So Teddy's going to be motivated today for sure. All right, let's move it along. we got to get to these quick, guys. We only have a couple segments left. Buffalo visiting the Jets. My Lord, how bad are the Jets? They are awful. But a 10-point spread, are you willing to go that far? I like to read between the lines, and I think this team is checked out mentally. They yeah. don't mind going over. They don't. I think the the key here is uh, how the Texans team wanted to get O'Brien out of there. This is a, a get rid of Gase, right? That's the movement they have. How does he still have a job? I don't know. And then coming into this game, I was going to say starting Crowder, right? Yeah, but he's Cr- hurt. He's hurt. So then I'm, I start thinking once he's hurt, how are they going to move the ball? I don't think they can. I think this is going to be a, a very low scoring game for them. Uh, Bills in a blowout. It's one of my favorite games. Really? So you think they cover the 10? I think they cover halftime, full game. I think they're going to smash them to pieces. Wow. It, the biggest thing for me is we talked about Robbie Anderson a little earlier in the show, how we like him. Anybody that gets away from Adam Gase, their numbers go through the roof. You know what I mean? He's he's like a boat anchor on fantasy players. So, yeah, Jets are terrible. Moving along, this is the big one, guys. Green Bay coming here to Houston. You got your Houston Texans. Now it's down to a field goal. Green Bay dealing with a lot of injuries on their offensive line. Aaron Jones isn't going to play. I took this earlier in the week when it was three and a half. I I just think the the Packers are going to blow them out. But that's before I knew about all these injuries. What do you think? Do the Texans have a chance here? Can they at least cover the three? The most lopsided bet in Vegas. The one I mentioned earlier. This is it. Everyone's on ticket-wise on the Packers. 16 to 1 ticket count. I'm with them. Packers to Texans. Money-wise, as far as money line, also that way. Everything is bet on the Packers. Now you're seeing the line three, though. What's, yep. what's, what, what's going on here? Reverse line movement? I'm not sure what this line is trying to tell you. It scares me overall because I'm not sure if I believe in the Packers so much. I don't, but I don't want Pack, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers coming off a bad game, coming into your house with a, a running back that's hurt, so maybe he leans a little more on the pass attempts against a defense that can't stop that. It just it's, it doesn't seem like a good recipe to winning. But at the same time, I'm not willing to, to, to give up three points with Green Bay because I think it can be a three-point game over. I think this is my over game of the week. I think this points come, come screaming. Like you said, can I, four touchdowns in a field goal? Score 31. That overexceeds expectation for the Packers. That's 31. That beats the team total. Texans got to score right back. Say the Texans lose by about four points. 31-27, 58, beating the total. Now, I, I like that, too. And the total's at 56, guys. And for me, ever since Bill O'Brien was fired, the Texans have scored 30 points in each game. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if they, if they do it again this week. I just I think the Packers will be too much for them. I think you're going to have a highly motivated Aaron Rodgers. And the Texans, they hardly have any corners. They've got like a 1,000 safeties, but they have, you know, Roby and, and Hargraves, and that's about it. I think the Packers are going to score a lot of points here. I think they do cover. this. As somebody that's watched the Texans closely for a long time, this feels like a game where the Packers just route them. That's my opinion. All right, moving along. Seattle, Arizona. This one's this is a good one. In my four-point for passing touchdown league, Kyler Murray is the number one quarterback in fantasy. What a year he has had. It's crazy, though, because it's been, like, efficient. It, you, you, you picture that team and you say, oh, that team, they move the ball, they do certain things, uh, the way they move it and whatnot. Uh, they're struggling in passing. They're running the ball. If you see their focus on the run, they, I think, though, that this is a true test for both sides because if you look at the Cardinals, 29th in uh, uh, opponent ranked – Right, so they've played the 29th overall strength of schedule. Okay, 
they're going up against the man of all men, right? Coming off a bye week. Yep. This is a true test for both sides. I believe it should be a three-point spread, though. Something crazy about these two teams head up in the last two years, none of the totals have exceeded 51. More, more, more everyone. Th- in my first reaction, whenever I saw this matchup, I said, "Man, I'm going to smash the over." I think that there's no way that the Cardinals are going to be able to stop that Seattle team. Seattle's going to be able to score. It's going to be a, a shootout. They haven't exceeded 51 points. The total, I think, is average is like 47.4 or something. I'm scared of that over. I really am. Okay, and that's at 54 and a half is the number. And Jerry says, "I don't know if it quite gets to that." And the place you want to go bet on that lean is over at MyBookie, guys. And you want to go to MyBookie.ag. You want to open up an account. You hear Jerry's plays. You hear my fantasy plays. You can do player props on MyBookie. That's where you want to go actually make some money. You spend all this time listening to Moneyline. Why not make a little money from listening to Moneyline? So you go open up your account at MyBookie.ag, and you're going to want to put in promo code RADIO, and then they're going to match your first deposit. So you still got a lot of the season left, guys. Take that 100 bucks. Go to my bookie, open up your account, deposit $100, promo code radio, and then they'll match it with 100 bucks. Then you have $200 to bet with this week, and then you can probably ride on that for the rest of the season, guys. It's really easy. And why you want to go to my bookie is because you don't want to gamble on gambling. You bet, you win, they pay you. That's the important part, right? You want to get paid when you win your bets. They also have baseball, UFC. You can bet on anything at mybookie.ag, promo code radio. It's simple, guys. You bet, you win. They pay my bookie. To call into the HRNP listener line, dial 713-780-ESPN. ACA could be tweaked, reformed, or repealed in the future. But for now, employers must comply. Visit hrp.net for help. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. It's the last segment before we leave you in the hands of football. Hopefully it's in good hands. Hopefully it's some winners. Let's get to the rest of these games, Josh, before we get out of here. All right, guys, let's do it. We only got uh, about six more to get to, so let's go over to New England, the Patriots, San Francisco coming to town. Man, Patriots favored by three. This one's kind of – I have this one marked down. To me, that line, it feels a little strange. What do you think about this one? Strange in what form? Do you think it's too short? I, I just feel like maybe I'm down on the Patriots because of the way they looked last week, and maybe that's what these line makers are hoping. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't feel great about New England here. Now, what does this do? We talked about Brady earlier. What What do you think now? Is it Was it Brady's arm, how people thought he fell off a cliff, or is it the lack there of weapons? Because it doesn't seem like they have any kind of weapon. They don't. And I just I don't feel like they have any speed on offense. I mean, the receivers, it's just I don't feel like there's anything there for New England. They have to beat you with tactics. Yes. And the, <laughs> the only thing that gets me here is does Bilicek lose back-to-back? Right. And that's, that's probably why the line is what it is, right? And no Raheem Mostert. You know, so the 49ers are not at 100% here. Gar- Garoppolo revenge game? <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Uh, man, you wonder if uh, Belichick's looking at him lovingly. You and know, like, an- oh, my Jimmy G, I miss you so much. Let it's him throw man. on me. Yeah. <laughs> Touchdown. No. Good good throw, Jimmy. Yeah, he'll be shaking hands with him after the game, that's for sure. Maybe not Shanahan. And we always talk about this. We talk about Shanahanigans or shenanigans, and we talk about Bellatrix, right? You you never know which running back is going to get the touches. Sounds with these like some sugary guys. cereal. It does, man. Like, I hate having to handicap who's going to get the ball in both of these backfields. Uh, I, me, I'm personally, I'm on the Patriots. Um, I just don't see him losing back-to-back for whatever reason. I hate to use that narrative, but I just, I think that they'll have a plan in place. And I just don't believe in that uh, that 49ers team. I don't. No, I, I get it. They, they're they so all over the place. For me, I don't feel like this is a line where I feel like I can take advantage. It's one that seems fishy to me, so I'm just going to stay away. This is just one where I don't like what I'm seeing here. What about the total? It's at 45. Do you see a lot of points in this one? No. The best bet is no bet. Your ability to be able to pass, that's your best weapon in sports gambling. No. Very good call. All right, then let's move along, guys. We're passing on this one. This one I am on this next game, Kansas City versus Denver. It's now at, at seven and a half is the line here. I got it at seven. I, I like the Chiefs. I, look, and We know this is going to be a snow game. How do you think that's going to affect this one? The total dropped about five points. Now, we're in weather season now, right? This is the weather part of football where you'll see snow. Don't put too much emphasis on what snow or rain. What you want to do the emphasis on is wind. That's something that will affect the game, and that's what happened here. Only about nine hour, um, nine mile per hour wind is expected. 45 minutes pre-kickoff is when it's supposed to be the, uh, the roughest part of the storm. Three to four inches expected. Wow. Okay. What about uh, Clyde edwards Lair? You know, he is now has, I believe, the third most scrimmage yards in the entire NFL for running backs. We get Le'Veon Bell added to the mix here. Look, obviously you're starting Clyde edwards Lair, but how much do you think they'll actually use Le'Veon Bell this week? That's the question coming off. It's like, what was there a hidden secret in that performance last week? They gave him a season high in touches, season high in carries, the day – or the week of signing Le'Veon Bell, it was kind of like, hey, youngster, you got a shot here. Let's yep. do it. Now, he's prime candidate for a regression positive, right? Because he keeps getting every other stat in the book other than touchdowns. Yeah, they keep getting called back on it. Yeah. <laughs> Owners got to be saying, these dang uh, uh, referees don't want me to win. No, no doubt about it. The only reason I'm not upset is the league I have, CEH, I also have Kelsey. And when his, his touchdowns get overturned by penalties... Typically, the ball goes to Kelsey, so I'm still winning. But it's going to be really interesting to see how they how they use this backfield with Le'Veon Bell. And remember earlier in the show, we talked about Robbie Anderson doing so great when he got away from Adam Gase. Is that going to be the same situation with Le'Veon Bell? Now that he's gotten away from Adam Gase, are we going to see his production go up? This is one where I think they're going to work him in. I think CEH is going to get most of the touches. But I think Kansas City covers here. Anytime I can get the Chiefs minus seven or lower – I'm usually firing on the Chiefs. I just think they're that much better than, than they the people they play each week. So I'm on the Chiefs here. All right, moving along. Tampa Bay versus the Raiders here, man. This one's minus four. We see Tommy Brady. He's looking good, Jerry. Now we, you know, he gets some more weapons. What do you expect in this one? Uh, man, all week long we've heard about the offensive line trouble that the Raiders have had as far as the COVID. Yes. When Trent Brown went down with the, with with injury and COVID, and then he was around other guys, now all of a sudden they had to be quarantined. They'd have to be on lockdown, so they haven't had much practice. They just recently got cleared. So what does that do going up against a defensive line that 
We just spoke about them, how good they are. Maybe the best right now as far as stopping the run and creating pressure. I think that's trouble. The line opened up at three. Now it's at that four and a half, five range and climbing. I like Tampa. Nice. What Josh Jacobs, you're probably staying away from him in daily fantasy this week. Yeah, right? you have to with the with the with with the way that line is is doesn't have time and going against that run defense. But if you're a contrarian player, that's the spot. That that makes a lot of sense. All right, quickly, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. This one I am on. I am taking the Steelers plus the point. I just what I saw from the Titans, I feel like this them getting that win against the Texans last week, I feel like this is a letdown spot for them. I, I just have a feeling, and I know the game's in Tennessee, but I like the Steelers here. It's not a it's not a bad way to look at it, to be honest with you. I think it I think it's it's exactly what the line says. It's a toss-up, right? The two undefeated team. Let me tell you a stat. In the last six t- uh, times that two undefeated teams have played each other in week six or later, one of those teams has gone to the, to the Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. That's something. That's from Mike Lombardi. Okay. Then, and I think <laughs> this is probably the game of the week, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not – just take it for what it is. But in the last six instances, that's what's happened. And when it's late in the season like this, it's going to show you that these guys are – this is an important game for both teams. Uh, no doubt about it. I just I have a good feeling. I just saw how bad Tennessee's defense was last week. So I, I feel like Big Ben is going to have a nice game here. So he's somebody, if you're looking for a quarterback, I think Big Ben could have a nice game for you. What about uh, this next one, Jacksonville versus the Chargers? I have a play on this one. Uh, Chargers favored by 7.5 here. What do you think? I don't really have too much of a read on it, to be honest with you. I don't I don't know what to make of this. Now all of a sudden you're hearing that that, that the mustache might get benched. Yes. I mean, how, how quickly things change, how quickly the mustache started smelling bad. <laughs> he needs to wash that mustache. That's the problem. Uh, it's an interesting one for me. Uh, what about DJ Chark? I mean, his targets are through the roof right now. He played through an ankle injury last week. It looks like he got in a normal amount of practice this week. Do you worry about DJ Chark if they do pull Minshew? At this point, someone's got to get those targets. Like, you see, uh, you see, you see Jamison Crowder? Yeah, like, he's still getting his. Yeah, he is. So this one's – I'd probably stay away from this one just because you don't know what's going to happen with Gardner Minshew. Well, that's the sound of the alarm. It's time to put your name on something, something that you feel, I guess, passionate about. What you got, Josh? I like Justin Herbert this week going against the Jags' crummy defense. I think you take the over on the passing yards for him, and, and I like over a touchdown and a half for his player prop as well. So I'm putting my name on that. What do you got? So I'm going, not the greatest odds, but Aaron Rodgers, over one and a half passing touchdowns. It's minus 245, but I feel like you can move on that as if it's already been played. That's got to be a lock, right? I like it. And then Stone Cold locks. I'm going to go out like this, and I'm going to go with Matt Ryan passing touchdowns over two. Love it. He's going to smoke them. It's going to be a, a shootout. And I'm out of here before I get shot. We've got a couple seconds to go, and we just want to say thank you for joining us like you do every single Sunday. Signing out for the squad, it's Josh Jordan, Aaron Rabel, Jerry Bo. Peace. You're listening to ESPN 97.5.